0: All right, I'm good go live
1: on morning, New Orleans. We're out here. Susie Q, Stormy Daniels is in the building. How are you guys doing?
0: Excellent. So good. So good.
1: All right, glad to have you guys on. Thank you all for coming on a Saturday night. Saturday morning, actually. Is night, this morning?
2: morning. It's New Orleans. It yeah. doesn't matter.
1: What ifs? What ifs? Uh, early. Yeah, today we had the Crew DeVoo parade in. So I'm excited for that. You ever, I, have you gone to that one?
2: I was there last year and yeah? I'm very excited because I know this year I think the theme is like Erection 2020. Yeah. So <laughs> very excited. She's never been here for Mardi Gras. No. So no. it's going to be your
1: first crew de Vue?
0: Yes. First crew de Vue. Last weekend I was here for Chewbacca, yeah. which was amazing. Nerd alert. Nerd funny. alert all day. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be hard to beat that. But I hear crew de Vue is pretty dope. It's yeah. definitely more our speed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also have a event today, right? Uh, You're going to go the GOAT?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, so the after party for Crudevue is tonight at the GOAT. There's lots lots of good times, awesome bands playing. I'll be there in support of Deadside Funeral Company. Very cool. exciting. They're awesome. I'll be helping sell merch and videoing the show.
1: Cool. All right. Well, make sure you all make it up I think they go on then? at 11. 11 p.m.? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'll be hammer drunk by then. Perfect. Awesome. (laughs) Then I'll
2: look even cuter. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. It's going to be good times. I'm excited. Saturday night in New Orleans. uh, So much stuff going on this weekend. But uh, Stormy, we got you here for a reason. So let's jump right into it. Storm the Vote. Uh, What is this initiative?
2: So Storm the Vote came about because two summers ago when I was on the road on tour it was a very political. A lot of you know everybody was coming out to see me. The press and my good friend Suzy Q, who is very much an activist, said you know she was out on the bus hanging out. Wanted to make a difference while we were there. She started harassing strip club patrons with a clipboard. Are you registered to vote? <laughs> Did you? Like all yeah. yeah And so she had the great idea to come up with storm the vote yeah. And she I mean she was literally chasing strippers around the club and I and, and, like I'm gonna throw her under the bus a That's little fine. bit here because Do I don't. Although I believe her intentions were pure, it, the clipboard also just gave her reason to chase strippers around. Very <laughs> true.
0: Very true. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Um, I love strippers. <laughs> me too. And then um, I started a company here in New Orleans called Swamp Trash Events, mm-hmm. which is a chair, like a party planning thing, and we did some charity events. We did the uh, Father's Day abortion block party, because I I like to be politically incorrect, and it's all about taking power back from those words. So we did a fundraiser for the New Orleans Abortion Fund on Father's Day and raised a bunch of money. And then uh, we did Midsummer's Night Cream, Fairies for Fairies uh, costume contest over the summer to benefit the LGBTQ community center here. And I have a bunch of other really inappropriate ideas but while doing some of that stuff, I found out so many people are not registered to vote. And even yeah. the ones that are, is it 12 or 18%? It-
0: it's like one in five of the LGBTQ community is registered to vote. One in five. That's terrible.
2: Right. And they need the representation and they need their voices heard. So we re... Vamped and brought back to life, storm the vote, and it. The initiative is really just about education and getting people to vote. We don't endorse endorse any candidates. Uh, we don't have a political slogan. I don't care who you vote for, uh, as long as you vote. Right. And you need to know your rights. You need to sign up. And so many people in the trans community don't even know that they can vote because of perhaps you know gender change or name change, or you know perhaps they've been arrested. A lot of people think that if they've ever gone to jail that they can't vote. Um, I'm here to say I know firsthand that you can. (coughs) You
1: can. All right. For the (laughs) listeners, you can vote if you've been to jail and convicted of a felony.
0: For sure.
2: For sure. All right. Uh, And so this is just about getting people to sign up to vote, helping get them um, to the polls if we have to figure out a way to help you with transportation, And just educating on voters' rights. It's, like I said, it's not any kind of propaganda. We don't endorse any candidates. We're not trying to push any agenda other than... You know, we want to hear your voice. Get and your I might. asses up out there yeah. And, vote. Mm-hmm. and, and you might. know what? You
1: don't even got to get up. Your, you don't have to get up off your ass. You could just no. sit on your ass and get on your phone, right? Exactly. You we could.
0: we know where to meet voters. Y'all are on Instagram. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we see you. Watching we see stories. you. Yeah. yeah. You do. Nobody yeah. wants. You know, all the barriers that get put in between a voter and the polls. We're just trying to break those down. You know, so yeah. storm the vote on Instagram. Easy to find. There's a link in the bio. Click on it. You'll be registered in two minutes, and you're done
1: all right Hey all my friends have been smoking weed uh and you got there with his convictions hey Boogie just walked in the building what's up Jeez, always late to the party <laughs> hey so if you've been convicted of felonies all my dudes have been smoking weed been busted like oh, i can't vote nothing like nah my vote doesn't count it's bs mm-hmm. you can go and it's in 2019 there was 36,000 convicted felons mm-hmm. and they are still eligible to vote
0: yeah so if you've served your time if you're not on parole anymore most likely you can vote most states have that right for their citizens and, and just, people don't know it
1: louisiana is one of those states.
0: louisiana is one of those states as of march of last year there was a new law put into place that allowed like 36,000 uh felons to actually be able to vote which may scare some listeners but i think that for what what storm the vote is about is speaking to our community and people who have been disenfranchised by the system and we want their voices to be heard
1: yeah uh, so you brought up trans people uh, sh- shortly ago. So I mean that is that's a that is a a small margin of people who feel left out already. And here in the quarter, there's a lot of people in the trans community, LGBTQ uh, community, and they. You said that they feel that they're left out. Uh, yeah,
2: a lot of them have changed their names or yes, their gender. Yes, Yes, and they feel you know that they don't have the resources to know how or if they can. Register to vote and so we're just here to provide the information and encourage them to do that you know yeah. right. and i might not agree with who you vote for but that's okay
1: I, that's still yeah that is your right i you want vote you vote for whoever
2: to, you want yes i want you to know your rights and use them and get your voice out there and it's so easy to do mm-hmm.
0: I, I think what you were saying earlier storm is like i read somewhere that 12 percent of people who are eligible to vote actually vote
2: Right that's the yeah twelve percent
0: can you imagine if we fixed that <laughs> if it was even even eighty percent of our community if we just got eighty percent of the people who aren't voting voting it would change everything
1: yeah absolutely I think the, the election of 2016 it was less than ten percent yeah yeah so yeah. that fifteen percent of they would have just went out and voted I mean that could have been a major shakeup in the elections right uh, Word. man that's all right so 2020 is the year this year there's a it's an election year Olympics are going on this summer so Hey. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff happening in the 2020 year But one of the most important things is to start uh, Registering to vote And are you live right now? I am live okay. on Storm the Vote on I'm going you how easy this is I'm going on Instagram right now Storm the Vote
0: There's I, a very pretty picture of Stormy in there Just to incentivize I see her Okay,
1: <laughs> The link is in the bio mm-hmm. It's uh, www.vote.org That's how fast it is And I'm updating my information Because I recently changed my phone number I
0: have too many stalkers And uh, y'all, y'all leave me alone uh, <laughs> yeah, if you've moved, you know, uh, be sure to just get in there and re-register. You know, if you're unsure, just, just do it. You know, they're not going to um, fault you for <laughs> um, over-registering, you know, as long as you're not voting twice, which people think that people do, but they don't actually. That's just a red
1: herring. <laughs> so I have a question before I uh, finish this up. Um, yeah. So I registered to vote for the 2016 election. Yeah. I changed my phone number. I have to, cha- I have to update my voter registration, Correct.
0: I would just in case yes you know you and and also you know don't be afraid to just go to the polls on election day too yeah. in california we have um same day registration um i'm not so sure about that in louisiana there are deadlines you need to be aware of um and that all that information is in the the link in the bio on storm the vote there's uh, an
2: important election coming up here
0: there is uh april 4th uh the primaries of course you know we're going to uh figure out the nominees, uh for president and things like that. But also oh, he's done. He's done. Continue. You're registered.
1: Register to vote. That easy. I did it in less than two minutes. Wow. Yo, okay.
0: Uh, I didn't even I finish passed. my point. <laughs> 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 I passed my test. You passed. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay.
1: So that fast, that easy. Uh please continue with your point.
0: I forgot what, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't the know. primaries. Oh the primaries, yeah. So um November 3rd is the big one, right? That is the big general election. Correct. However, uh, there are the primaries coming up. And in those and in those elections, you know, Louisiana's getting new judges, new representatives. The local spaces is really where y'all have to get involved because that's where the most difference can be made. You know, in California or in L.A., we're deciding on a new district attorney, which, like, that's who decides who goes to jail. Judges, uh, you know, all of those local officials... Please get involved Do your research I'm going to have a blog live On stormthevote.com Later on this week Really doing a deep dive Into Louisiana Because I'm learning You know I've never voted in Louisiana So there's a lot to learn In terms of parishes And precincts And districts And all of that We Um, like to be different (laughs) Right totally Thanks Louisiana
2: (laughs) I mean they made me Exactly
1: Yeah. Thank you, Louisiana.
0: Yeah, we love you so much. Yeah. And uh, the people of Louisiana need to be heard. Your voices matter. And so check out Storm the Vote, register to vote, and get to the polls. Yeah,
1: absolutely. In New Orleans, uh, I, there was over 2 million voters last year, over 2 million people in this area that voted. So yeah. I, and that that was for just the governor. So I know, I'm sorry, that was, that was for the elections. Mm-hmm. That was the election of 2016. Uh-huh. Uh, we just had our elections for the governor this past uh, November, and people were, they were out and yeah. drove. So I believe this year what's gonna happen in November is they're gonna set up uh, bus routes again for people who can't make it out uh, that don't they have the excuse that they can't they don't have a ride or they can't Uber, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. There's going to be bus routes that will pick you up from a certain location and take you to the polls and bring you back. So there should not be any excuses if you physically want to vote.
0: And also through that link in the Storm the Vote bio, you can also opt to vote by mail. You know, if you're going to be traveling, if you, um, you know, have trouble getting out the house like a lot of folks do, just vote by mail. Drop it and drop it in the post and, you know, it'll be counted.
1: Hey, U.S. Postal Service doing the good deeds.
0: Love
3: you.
1: Yeah. Alright, so Storm the Vote. Make sure you guys please register to vote. Go vote. Get out to the polls this year. It's very important. Stormy Daniels like doing marvelous things already. Uh, and it's not even election time. Uh, so what else we got going on? In oh your my world? gosh,
2: so much stuff. So much. So we just announced, this is the first time I'm actually talking about it. Uh, right. My collaboration partnership with Ho Cosmetics.
1: Please spell it for the people. Of
2: course. H-E-A-U-X. Ho Cosmetics. As in Go Tigers, because yeah. I'm from here. Yeah. Um, and that stuff, well, you can go to the site now and pre-order and sign up for the mailing list. And those will be out very, very soon. I'm so impressed with how fast and professional the company is. And the cosmetics are really cool because they are sex-proof, uh, which for girls in the industry, that also means... You know, dancer-proof, sweat-proof, not going to rub off on the guys you're dancing for. Um, Beautiful colors. They are for... um, They're all-inclusive, so they look great on everyone. Um, And it's just so empowering and such a cool collaboration, and I'm so excited. And we're still working out, like, all the different products I'm doing. Right now, I spent this morning getting to come up with cool names for, like, my eyeshadows and my lipsticks. And poor Susie went down to get breakfast and coffee, and she came back to the room, and I was standing on the furniture and, like, jumping.
0: (laughs) I was very concerned. I'm like, what
2: happened? (laughs) She's like, like, I'm excited. And then, you know, Susie's, this is another problem with hanging out with Susie. I'm going to totally throw her in the bus again. She doesn't let me have any fun. That's true. So after her initial shock wore off, she was like, get down before you hurt yourself. You are a national treasure. You are. (laughs) That's true. She doesn't let me do anything fun. Uh -uh. You know, they, they offered to let me rappel down from the ceiling when I hosted the x Awards a few weeks ago. Really? Look, look, she's cool. like... Absolutely She not. vetoes everything oh, fun. Yeah. Why? I'm actually
0: really surprised that she's letting me go to the goat tonight to the metal show. Well, I feel like you'll be very safe at a metal show. That's like, that's a, that's a safe space for, for that's us. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to agree,
1: just so you can go. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The goat's very safe. However. Whoa. <laughs> JW Marriott, I do not trust their rappelling techniques. No. No, no, no. Fair. <laughs> okay.
2: Fair. So true. Also, yeah. very disturbing that you. I bet this is the first time that the goat has ever been called safe. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get a, We're gonna get a string a strongly worded letter from the goat. What did you call us? Yeah. How dare you? That's How bad for the you? image. Bad for our
0: image.
1: Not cool. No. It's okay. Yes. This is where all the grown-ups go now, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're it seem like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I grew up in a goth club. You know, Stormy has those metal roots. It's, it's yes. safe. It's safe with those folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're safe out here. Cool. Those
1: are my people. Mm-hmm. All right. They go. Hey, after party! I'm so excited today. Oh, I can't Heck wait. Heck yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so whole cosmetics. It's going to be coming out spring line and it's, it's like for everybody.
0: Weeks, yes. Yeah, really right. soon. Yes. Within eight weeks, things will be like in people's hands. Yeah.
2: Okay. yeah. Oh, and uh, one of the other really cool products that they have are these sprays.
1: Mm. Tell us. Yes, yes, you told me a little bit. Yes. I learned something new. You and guys pay attention.
2: I, and I'm very, you know, it's almost voodoo, which just totally. speaks to my soul too, being, you know, from Louisiana. Uh, but there's two. One is called the finesse spray, liquid finesse, liquid finesse, and it has um, basically liquid oxytocin Mm -hmm. in it, which is a comforting, soothing thing, and
0: it's like what your body, what your brain releases after sex, like bonding, cuddling, Cuddling. trust. Okay, Uh so great for strippers. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) no,
2: and and the other one is even better, I Mm -hmm. think. And so there's another product, and it's.
0: It's It's a habitué provocateur. Say that one more time. Habitué provocateur, which means like um, a client provoker, basically. Yes. To get a man. (laughs) So
2: it's a secret weapon for all the dancers and sex workers out there Mm -hmm. um, because it has pheromones in it. Yes, is, okay, tell me what pheromones are. Pheromones it's very are, important. like, okay, so have you ever, like, gone on a date with someone and you, it's just that animalistic attraction? All the time. Right. <laughs> or for the ladies out there, you, you know, you have, you can't get enough of smelling your boyfriend's t-shirt and you want to cuddle with it and, you know, it's, that's pheromones. It's mm-hmm. what chemically your body releases and attracts you to another person. Okay. And so this spray contains Pheromones, mm-hmm. which makes you super sexy to the guy throwing the dollars at ya. Exactly.
1: Right. Now, does it do anything to the the person wearing it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, right, so everyone's equally. Uh, I know
2: that she that uh, Lydia, the founder of Ho Cosmetics, was warning me not to use too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what happens when you use too much. You can get aggressive.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, com- I don't need help with that. No. Okay. Like, but um, I've definitely used it uh, before a workout before to, like, really get into beast mode. Okay. And also, like, you know, maybe if there's somebody cute lifting weights, you know, you never know. All you right. never know.
1: There's, there's, it definitely helps with the attraction to the other person.
0: 100. Yes. All right. I'm, Secret voodoo weapons from Ho
2: Cosmetics.
1: I like it. All right. And this is going to be available for purchase on... Yes. And those, those
2: two things are available now. You yeah. can, you can okay. go on the site now and get those. Those are not exclusive to the Stormy Daniels collection.
1: Okay. And that's hocosmetics.com or... Uh,
2: hocosmetics.com. Yeah. Right. And ho is spelled H- H-E-A-U-X. Yeah. Sorry. it's <laughs> okay. Too much coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love being in New Orleans where like you don't have to explain... That spelling, people are like, "Oh, yes, yes, yeah. I know, I know." Gotcha. Same. Yeah, <laughs> Go right. Tigers.
1: Go Tigers, indeed. So, were you watching the whole, all the games?
2: Uh, I didn't watch all of them because I was traveling, but I saw <laughs> a lot game? of them, and I saw the last one. Oh, yes. And it was the one on um, like Thanksgiving weekend that was. I was at a party, uh, like a thing, a friend's here in town with <laughs> some friends, and that that one all the way field
3: yes. down the field
2: touchdown. I was the only person in the room watching because it was a bunch of two lane students I oh, went yeah wow. so that's, <laughs> it, was, it was it was people from like a, not originally from here mm. yeah and I was watching and, and it cap- it was like magic and I'm standing mm. people are like trying to eat and fix plates <laughs> and I'm standing in this person's living room that I have never met and I did put one foot on her coffee table I almost climbed the furniture <laughs> I've got to stop hanging out with Justin seriously and <laughs> I was like go 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 and then I like they were like she she's very excited. I'm yeah, like, man. you don't know.
1: Yeah. Shut up, you school nerds. Yeah. Seriously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was Matt. I mean, he almost got tackled like three times. Yeah. And then once he almost like he did, it was,
0: I
1: saw Yeah, hay. I was, I was so proud of the team. Coach O did a great job.
2: I was aroused. <laughs> and, and I'm not a sports fan necessarily. Like uh-huh. LSU Tigers are the only thing that I kind of pay attention to. Right. And, and the Chiefs too, strangely enough. Yeah. My daughter's father went to Casey and, That's, and, okay. and, um, he is a big Chiefs fan, so by proxy I have to be. Right. And they haven't had a great record Well, you know. Hey, but they did it this year. So, <laughs> they did it this year. Yeah. When I was happy when when daddy's happy, then mommy's happy <laughs> and so I was very excited to see them do well too. Okay. But I don't like watched sports My, I mean everybody knows My favorite sport is Twitter <laughs> If you follow me on Twitter um, Got the Twitter but, fingers But I oh, was yeah. It was LSU was definitely their year I was very excited
1: No yeah I was so I was so stoked The first time I was in there Was for the uh, What was that What's that college con? I'm sorry The SEC No no The uh, The country concert The Bayou mm-hmm. Country Superfest mm-hmm. That's the first time I stepped into the um, Death Valley Stadium I got yeah. a
0: story Yeah Oh yeah
1: Tell us Because I'm, I'm more Interested in you
2: so, uh, do you want to know what the craziest place I ever had sex was?
1: <laughs> sure, why not?
2: Fifty-yard line at LSU Stadium. Fifty-yard
1: line. Damn. Home huh
2: Home. At, at uh, two o'clock in the morning with a very beautiful woman.
1: I love it. I. Lo- these are the great stories that we yes. have here on the Boots Brothers Show. Her
2: name was Lilith.
1: Lilith. That's even better. Yes, that yes. is fantastic. And we
2: broke in. And actually, we that, let me. We didn't actually break in. It wasn't locked. Right we were she lived on campus she went to LSU, and we were both dancers at a club in in baton Rouge, which is now the penthouse club but at the time it was called the gold club Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we she lived there we went for a walk you know and it was freezing outside i don't know what we were thinking (laughs) and she was like have you ever been into the stadium And i said well not if there's not a game and she says they there's a gate that they don't always lock do you want to check it and sure enough, she knew where the side gate was and it wasn't locked. And we walked right onto the field. Wow. And standing in the middle All of the, the field, you know, in the middle of the night, it was just incredible. And I was like, wow, so this odd. is so amazing. Yeah. And she goes, do you want to know something even more amazing? And she just tackled me. She <gasps> goes, now you can say you've been tackled in on- on LSU State and Death Valley. I could see this. This is great. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, one thing led to another and the whole time in the back of my mind I was like I don't know if we're supposed to be here but there was technically there was no signs that said no trespassing and it it wasn't locked it wasn't locked and uh, so you know fun things happened and afterwards we just hear no way and we look up and there are three security guards
0: oh
1: (sighs) yes
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) you gotta start telling that story in your shows. that is great
1: yes I love that story
2: yeah, uh, you know, but my shows are kind of more stand-up. They're supposed to be more funny themed, right? I guess, it's and not there really was a nothing funny about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did they come down, or did you? all y'all No, us? we we
2: just they made no, they y'all made took no, a bow and just yeah, put on your way. Yeah, we went back to our apartment. By then, we were freezing because the grass was wet, so we were right. even more cold oh and God. shivering. And we took a hot shower together, and hot. Um, and we laughed right. about it. But they made no move to come after us. And um, why would they? Yeah,
0: seriously, <laughs> to tip us, <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Oh, you're right. You are so right. <laughs>
0: Money owed. Uh, yes. They
1: put on, yeah, you put on a great show for the yep. yard line. Oh my god, that yes. is a great story. I am so proud of you. I've
2: never <laughs> told that story in public before. Aww.
1: Oh, I feel exclusive, exclusive. All right. Yes. I want to cool. see. I wa- that needs to be like a mini series. uh How this happens? Like a whole Netflix, like yes. a docu series. Yes. Great. Yes. That's. Awesome. I'm so proud of
2: you. you just want to be part of the reenactment. He's like, I, can I be a security guard? I'll be a
1: security guard, yeah. I will not move at all. And okay. I'll I'll have a strong applause. That, like yes. a slow one. Yes. Yeah. No the golf club here. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Great, great stories. Great stories to be told. Uh I, you brought up the penthouse. Um mm. what are your fa- your top five favorite strip club songs?
0: Oh, great question. Let's
2: see. <laughs> Um, okay, so the first two I'm going to say are very near and dear to me only because they're the very first two songs I ever danced to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't actually really use them anymore, but the very first time I stepped on stage uh, in a strip club, the first song was Looks That Kill by Motley Crue. Okay. So which good. was a poor choice because it's very fast.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the second song was Love You to Death by Typo Negative. Okay. Which I still sometimes use when I do my vampire show with Candle Wax because uh-huh. it's such a sexy song. Um... I'm gonna throw in there girls, girls, girls only because I've been stripping so long I mean I'm basi- basically you know the Keith Richards of stripping <laughs> one more year and they're gonna have to put like tennis balls on my my like stripper heels okay. <laughs> with a walker <laughs> But I say girls, girls, girls because every strip club that I've ever been to in the world plays that song for of like course. a break song or a two-for-one. I'm going to be in an old folks home at like 92 years old and someone's going to have that as like a ringtone or it's going to be somewhere and it's going to be like muscle memory. I'm going to be like Pavlov's dogs and I'm just going to stand up and take off my moo and demand money and ask <laughs> like the orderlies if they want a two-for-one. Yeah. So I'm going to say that one. All
1: right. And then... Um, Classic.
2: Classic. Yeah. And then I'm going to say... Um one of my favorite songs to dance to because I think it's so sexy is um Black by Pearl Jam.
0: Mmm, okay.
1: totally. I I got to hear that one now. Oh uh, yeah. And Black from Pearl Jam.
2: Yeah. And then hmm oh, you know what? Hmm. Only because of the last tour and yeah. how it was such a big thing for me is uh I'm going to say uh what's my, my big song from this year was probably American Wong. Yeah, that's what I
1: was thinking uh, too. Any Manny Kravitz? Or yeah, okay. because yeah.
2: I, the last two years I, I had been on tour a lot with everything going on and the costume that the clubs want to see that I did almost every single night was my American show. Yeah. and that And the crowd would go nuts and... Um, Tom Petty. Oh, no, no, no. I'm Tom a, Petty. I, I'm going to retract that. It's not American Woman. It's going to be American Girl by Tom Petty. That's okay. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. That's my last... Well, oh, come out to American Woman. Yes, yes. But the last song of that set is the Tom Petty song <laughs> and I it makes me feel like a rock star because mm-hmm. I'm usually completely naked, covered in like glitter and, and lotion or, mm-hmm. or candle wax or I've blown fire or something at that point. Money sticking to your yeah, body. And it's, it's so good. You know, the crowd is in a frenzy and there's been several nights that that was the last song and I've gotten to like stand up on the edge of the stage and get the crowd to sing yeah with me
1: yeah okay. and i'll get them
2: to do each side and lead them and it's just i've never thought you could get somebody in like a, cr- a full-blown crowd in a sold-out strip club to sing but to hear everybody singing a tom petty song with me yeah is just amazing i get goosebumps just thinking about it so those are my those are my favorites for very special and different reasons oh, that's great. and none of those are actually my favorite songs but it, you asked a very specific question so.
1: right it's very important. Uh, yeah, I mean, we. I, yeah, everyone in this room, we're all Strickler veterans. And, yeah. Uh, the, I like. I contribute. I thank the Strickler for changing my mentality on women's perspectives, mm-hmm. uh, the way the whole sex industry is operated, and uh, it's very empowering to women. Now that I like, I step back as a man, as a man who thinks, mm-hmm. like I, I can actually see in how these women like they they're entrepreneurs, they're mm-hmm. mothers, they're business owners they're doing great things they're going to school
0: counselors psychiatrists no, these i are mean are
2: that's what the, the, that's the top key top. to being a good yeah. stripper yeah. is you're also a therapist yeah
1: you got to listen yeah. make space um and so in baton so you were in dancing in baton rouge for quite some time
2: i started dancing uh just outside actually the very first club i ever worked at was in a little town called Prairieville.
1: Okay. And Texas.
2: It, no it's in, in right outside of baton ridge okay and i started dancing there um, at a place called Cinnamon's and I don't even think it's there anymore and then very shortly after turning 18 <laughs> I went to work at the Gold Club which is now called the Penthouse Club mm-hmm. and I worked there for many years as a as a house dancer and even when I started feature dancing that was my home club mm-hmm. when I still lived in Baton Rouge yeah. and I've featured there a couple times since and I've you know the Penthouse Club here in the French Quarter is my home club they have huge posters of me and I have my own table when I go and they yeah. take a care of me
1: all right. Yeah. Who's running that place now? Rafe is one of the managers there. Uh, I know
2: Miller and Chuck. Chuck has Chuck. been the Chuck has been the general manager since I was 18, <laughs> and he's like family. Right. He came to see me at my stand-up appearance at the House of Blues last week, and he sent me a message, and he was like, I was so proud. It was like watching my little baby all grown up, which sounds creepy, but there's <laughs> absolutely no... Like, no. he's the nicest man, and, and then the owner, of course, is John Kirkendall still, and he's owned it since... You know, since I started working there, and they are just fabulous people, and they've always taken really good care of me, and um, had me do appearances at their clubs, and sends me down to Peru for the Penthouse magazine, and all kinds of fun stuff. And
1: awesome. Do you do you have a key?
2: I do, and I'm not wearing. I have I have two keys. I have my regular Penthouse pet key, and I am the only person in the world that has the Penthouse pet of the century key. Cool. Yes, last last year, two years ago, two years now. Oh my gosh, almost two years ago, May of 2018, they made me cover in Centerfold again and i had already been penthouse pet of the month and all that stuff and they made me pet of the century and my key is like big and diamond encrusted and rose gold and it's beautiful. Oh. It's very extra. <laughs> it's yeah. very extra.
0: As, as it should be. As yeah. it should yeah.
1: be. No, That's I mean, yeah, you are, you are like uh, a wonder and I think a staple of uh, what American like women should stand up for and what mm. they are. I think you're a, a great person to be like leading this campaign for Storm the vote and uh, getting people out there to actually vote and do these great things. Um, all right, so I got—I was getting to. You're penthouse gonna make Susie
0: reason. cry. I'm crying over here, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's no, my no, hero. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy tears.
1: Uh, we have toilet paper somewhere. Um, I got into the penthouse for a reason. Why was I bringing it up? Okay, yeah, that's right. So you go from penthouse to the house of blues down. So you're mm. starting to do stand-up uh, talk. Um yes. Explain what's going okay, on with so the house of blues. So this is
2: actually really important because it's very frustrating to me. Yes. Um, I'm having a hard time getting people to come out to these because they automatically assume that I am stripping. Which I am not. I still do. I love stripping. But at strip
0: clubs, not but, a house of blues. Correct. But at strip
2: clubs, yes. You <laughs> not at comedy like, clubs. Not at comedy clubs. So when I post my schedule and stuff online, and I'll say, like, oh, I'm going to be at the Tacoma Comedy Club, which is actually where I'm going to be in, a, you know, like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, People are like, oh, I really want to come out and support, but I don't really want to see you naked. I'm like, if you see me naked in a comedy club, the next place you're going to see me is in a mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. Yes. And a lot of people thought that I was um, stripping or doing burlesque or something at House of Blues, which I guess they do sometimes have burlesque. Totally. But it's yeah. it's very clearly advertised, I thought, as um, a storytelling and a Q&A with me. So, I don't want to say that I'm doing stand-up comedy because comedians, Freaked out when so I started doing it. Yeah. They got so angry. So they, they hold
1: their art like a treasure. Like you, yeah,
2: and I respect that. And this isn't something that I hired writers to write for me, or that I even wrote a script. I, like you, you can, wing ask, it? you can, I mm-hmm. wing it every night. Cool. You can ask Susie. That's how like, I operate. They, they, <laughs> you know, when I before my first one, my whole team was freaking out. They're like, you should make some notes. You should write. Do you know what you're going to say? And I'm like, nope, because then I would, then I would panic and lock up because I'd be so concerned about trying to remember what I was going to say. Yeah. So I just wing it every night. There's a couple of stories that I have found come up every time. Um, it's like comedic storytelling. It's yes, funny. It's but funny. it's all true, yeah. which is why I don't want to say it's stand-up comedy. I don't write jokes. They don't right. have punchlines. These are just very funny stories that have happened to me, and it came about originally because I have been working on a book for over 10 years, and the working title of that book was going to be Why Me? And yes, <laughs> let's just get the, the orange elephant out of the room now. Uh, Hopefully out of the White House as well. Yes. from
0: <laughs> the vote <boat> is nonpartisan. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep uh, you um,
2: so, so, yes, Trump was originally in that book, mm-hmm. but it was like a page and a half. It wasn't a secret. Everybody knew that all my friends, it was not some big secret, which is why when they approached me and wanted to pay me off, I was like, wait, what? You know that everybody knows about this already. This it's too is late, not bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So my original idea for a book was called Why Me? And Trump was one of the stories, but one of so many. And when the publisher finally got, you know, wanted me to do the book, they wanted to really focus on that because that's what people cared about. I say this on stage, and I'm still amazed that they were able to stretch 90 seconds into a book. Uh, but in doing so, they cut out a lot of these really funny, crazy stories of mine and that I think are way better and way more entertaining. Yeah. So some friends were like, why don't you just write another book? I was like, (laughs) "Go screw yourself." One, I learned by writing the first book, people don't read, Mm -mm. and writing a book is very hard. So uh, my friend Denver was said, "Like, well, you're such a good storyteller, and you're pretty, and people will come to look at you, your boobs." I'm like, "Ah, "Fair, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so (laughs) smart, so smart." (laughs) I don't like it, but I accept it. Need new bras. Um, So I just took these stories that had gotten cut out of the book and started telling them live and people really like them. And then but my favorite part of my show. So that's why I say it's not stand up comedy because they're not written jokes. It's just storytelling. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people come to the shows, when they walk in, they get a card, like a, a note card with my logo on it, and they can write down questions And I pick them up, you know, my assistants pick them up through the shows and they give them to me and they are handed to me while I am already on stage. stage. So it's all cold reading. uh, And you get to ask whatever you want to ask me um, off the cuff, totally anonymous. You don't put your name and everybody who follows me on social media knows I will answer anything. Mm -hmm. I have no shame. Um, I own my, I own my stuff. And that's my favorite part of the show. I get a lot of the same questions over and over but I always get some really great surprises and this is the other reason why I don't want to say that it's stand-up comedy because sometimes the questions go hard left like off the rails and I've had questions that were they range from yes, very funny stuff that I could have witty funny comebacks to to political stuff to stuff about my career in the adult industry both as an as a performer and as a director and producer. Uh stuff about being a dancer. People who have been fans and followed me closely for a long time ask questions about my horses because everybody knows that I compete in eventing or questions about being a parent, uh just random questions. And then sometimes it takes like a really dark serious turn. I was on stage at the Rio Theater in Vancouver and I went through like 15 or 20 questions, and they were great, and I was on fire. You know you have those moments where you're like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I am good tonight. I got this <laughs> crowd.
1: <laughs> I'm working them. Yeah.
2: Worship me, everyone. <laughs> and I was so witty and so funny and so on my game, and then I got the question. And it was uh, a really dark, serious question about childhood sexual mm. abuse. And I was on such a roll, and the audience was laughing and having such a great time that I skipped it, uh-huh. and then I immediately stopped and was like, I can't remember the actual phrasing of the question, but I could feel the weight of this question and the importance to the person that asked it. This was their first time ever doing this, and I knew that now I have to rain on everyone's parade because if I skip this person, it's going to make them feel so unimportant and so unheard. Yeah, yeah. That I immediately walked, like, put it back on top and said, "Okay, everybody, this is a very let's I, let's pause." Yeah. Like I preface the audience, I felt like it came with a, a warning, trigger warning, and I and I read the question, and it was a gay couple, a couple rows back, and. I answered the question and he shouted out a follow-up question because normally the, we don't know who asked them, but clearly he was okay, at, like for us knowing, and I couldn't hear him. And so I invited him up and got down, you know, the stage was very high, so I had to get down my hands and knees and lean over, which, you know, in my mini dress made everyone else very happy. Yes. Um, and he asked a couple of call-up fa- questions and everybody's, you know, the, I, w- I made the audience start crying instead of laughing, which, okay. you know, I was surprised they actually paid me afterwards. I mean, that's how
1: powerful you are.
2: And, you know, I'm, an or- I'm ordained, so I offered to marry the couple. And, oh, and, and, you know, it was just like, that's what I'm saying. That's why, I, anyway, to answer your question, that's why I'm very hesitant to say I'm doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> so much more. So, because sometimes it goes very, very differently. Um, but that's the fun part is you never know what you're going to get. And the Q&A part at the end of the show is my favorite part because it's it's just so interesting and so fun and so different. And I get the chance to really answer questions in my own voice without the filter of the not-so-always-honest press. And clear up some mis you know misconceptions about who I am and what I am doing and why I did what I did and how it happened because so many people have the wrong idea. Yeah. They think that I came for it to become famous. And honestly, like or because I was air quotes here, washed up. Uh, the story about Trump broke exactly four days after my 17 AVN nominations were announced. I was doing just fine. You know, I was the second highest paid adult film director in the business, and I directed three out of the five most award winning and expensive adult movies ever made. I was doing just fine. Thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Or the the people thought I just randomly started stripping two years ago. (laughs) No, I've been doing this like for 20 years, more than 20 years. I, I love dancing. Um, I just happened and they happened to take out more expensive advertising so more people know about it now <laughs> um, but you know it was nice to clear some of that stuff up and Good. no I did not you know extort anyone because I would be what, in jail for what reason yeah, I would for what be what in jail you to? and do you know how many hot celebrities I've slept with why would I pick that one to talk about <laughs> <laughs> come on I know I you okay you. with it?
1: <laughs> no I can imagine uh, I would love to imagine <laughs> well, but yeah, that's not. Uh, and,
2: and I did not break the NDA. What's that they like? did? They did no, they, no, non-disclosure. Yeah, comment. non-disclosure. Yeah. because it very clearly said that we couldn't contact each other. Fine, I don't want him calling me. Go ahead. And they, I was fine with saying nothing at all. I'm not known for kissing and telling as all the other celebrities Neither am I. who just puckered at the thought of what I said before. Um, but they, you know, they reached out to me and wanted me to write a false statement. And I was like, okay, fine, this one's not so bad. And then they kept doing it. They reached out to me yeah. five separate times before I came forward. And the only reason I came forward is because they broke the NDA. And the final straw was when Michael Cohen was shopping a book. And in his treatment for the book, he clearly said one of the things I'm willing to discuss is the $130,000 payoff to Stormy Daniels. So not only did you talk about the thing, Jeez, the God. other thing, you talk, you gave them a number.
1: <coughs> yeah. So,
2: so they, they broke the NDA five times before I did anything, and the only reason I did was I honestly at that point needed to defend myself because people were knocking on my door trying to take pictures of my kid, and I couldn't say anything, and they came to my hotel room and threatened me and scared the, scared the crap out of me, honestly. I read
1: a, I read an article where someone followed you into a parking garage?
2: That was that was in 2006, so I'm talking about two years ago. Okay, okay. Um, yes, and I can go back to that. But, you know, they came to my room and they wanted me to sign this, this statement that was a lie, and I'm not a liar. And I was alone in the room with these people and they're like, we can make you want something bad to happen to you. They threatened me. And I signed it in a panic, but I was smart. I signed my signature differently so that Jimmy Kimmel would catch it. And kudos to Mr. Kimmel because he absolutely caught it because I was like, mm, blink twice for hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, mm, mm. Stormy Daniels signature is very, very distinct, mm-hmm. very distinct. And I wrote it completely differently wow. uh, so that he would catch it because in the moment I just wanted to not get murdered. Yeah. Um, but then I remember standing there before I went, you know, the, I think it was the next night or whatever in the hotel room. And I was like, you know what? F this. I won't be bullied good and so that's kind of how it all came about
1: thanks for standing up for yourself that's great uh damn as a woman that's that's scary that is uh that's frightening i mean yeah. i have sisters and I, I aunts galore and, and uh good for you standing up and what
2: people don't know is that they you know in different ways they've tried to make my life hell ever since you know they've yeah. frozen my money um they i had 16 false charges appear on my on my fbi record as i was crossing the bar- border like, nobody can tell me how they got there. That could happen to any of us, and it's terrifying. I was going into Canada for a booking. I had been in, the, in Canada a month before or a couple months before with no problem. Scanned my passport, and I was like, oh, is this about this thing that happened in Ohio, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, yeah. I'm like, here's where it was dismissed. It's not real. He go, and the guy looked at me and goes, what about the 16 other charges? And I was like, what? I don't even have a parking ticket. What are you talking about? Mm. And they rattled off these charges. They were like cocaine with intent to distribute. Damn. disorder No. Oh. Violation of a prote- no. Listen to this: violation of a protection order, misuse of a firearm. That's when I go. I'm from New Orleans. That is not a thing. I am an excellent shot. Uh, false. Assault-, yeah. assault with a deadly weapon. Like can you- and I looked at the guy and he. I mean, there were 16 of these charges: uh, destruction of government property, uh, violation, of protection order, disorderly conduct. Just rattling off all these things that are not true. Like I said, I would even try to go into Canada if I had anything. Like people know how crazy Canada is yeah. at the border. And he told me, he's like, it says right here that I'm supposed to hand you over to Homeland Security. And I, and I go, you cannot do that. They, they will never see me. You will never see me again. And luckily, he was cool. And he read through these things. Thank you, sir. And it said, like, I served 52 days in jail. I'm like, do you know who I am? If Stormy Daniels had even one of these charges I heard served one single day in jail, it would be all over the news. There's no way that there are six, 16 charges and I spent all these days. And, oh, what was the date of that? Oh, I was in jail on that date. Here's proof that I was actually in Amsterdam on a TV show on that date. And he was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. And they couldn't wipe my charges because it's a computer system. So instead, Canada made me a temporary resident so that I didn't have to use my passport. Yay, Canada! Yay, Canada! Canada. I love you guys, love you, Canada. Canada. They're but doing it. The whole point of the story is that standing up for myself and coming forward has not been this amazing, lucrative thing. Like, I lost my family. I've lost so much. And I didn't leave my house for five weeks after those charges were on my record because they were like, don't get in trouble. Like, imagine yeah. if I ran a stop sign and the cop that ran my Jaywalking, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't as... Cool or as as interested in like digging through these things, and they just took me to jail. And now imagine if a regular citizen—not that I'm not a regular citizen—but <laughs> someone not recognizable was crossing into Canada, and they had this happen. Like I was, Time. I was Good. able to actually pull that card that I tried so hard not to pull. Do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't do that on a regular basis. <laughs> but in this moment, I looked at the the you know border patrol guy and I go, "Do you know who I am? I am Stormy Daniels." Man. Like and only because i'm recognizable and famous he took the time to open and sift through these things and help me we don't like on in all honesty we don't know if this has happened to someone else and they're just gone
3: that oh very true that's all being black in the south
1: that's <laughs> 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 boogie commenting of course no, um but
0: real talk that's that's the state of affairs right now that's so vote yes please, please vote, vote. <laughs>
1: um so Fosta and sesta I, I wanted to talk about this uh slightly um the
2: and she is the queen of this Foster and Sesta oh she's
1: perfect look yeah. at her
2: now she here we go here we go <laughs> no, on hat. i
1: I am the, I was working in a strip club when all these things uh, were occurring, and when they were raiding uh, new Orleans uh, bourbon street uh strip clubs, I mean I was scared like damn they're gonna if they if they wanted to just crack lock the doors, nobody's leaving we want everyone's IDs that could have happened to me and sure. they could have I mean, easily, just start snatching people up and take them to jail, find them, whatever it may be. But uh, I mean, these things were uh, initially put into office by uh, Donald Trump, and this process says it was signed on document by Donald Trump, correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, April first, uh, twenty eighteen. Correct. So when that all went down, and the effect that it's had on the industry is it, nothing like this has ever happened. I think Never. in Stormy or Eyes career you know it's and I'm very old I've seen a lot of things I did not your words not mine <laughs> um but you know I, I've been in for almost a decade now as well and it's just child like, <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the way that this new piece of legislation federal legislation this is the yes. whole country has essentially criminalized speech about sex on the internet yes. and while no one has been hauled away that we know of for fast assessed charges what's happened is all of these online platforms youtube facebook instagram what's good uh, you know any of these places not to mention spaces where people were advertising services you know that serv- advertising that allowed people to put space time and scrutiny between them and someone who might be able to hurt them and just get away with it because that's what we know happens to people in the adult industry in this country. Yes. So now the tool of the internet has really vanished for adult industry entrepreneurs up and down the industry, whether you're a stripper, whether you're selling pictures of your feet, whatever you're doing, um, you... May have your uh, bank account seized. You may have your all of your social media shut down. Yes. Who knows at this point? And it's just terrifying.
1: I, I've known a few people that this happened to. And uh, something I was going to uh, comment on is uh, the stripper bowl Super Bowl that happened this past week. Uh, there was ladies who were stranded at the airport because they didn't make the they didn't make fun. They had a one way ticket out there to Miami and yeah. didn't get the one way ticket back. So this opens the doors of pimps to uh, guys trying to look I I got a place for you to stay I'm gonna take care of you
3: yeah I wanted I wanted to chime in and say do you think that the amount of sex trafficking has majority of the things to do with that do you think sex trafficking is their outlet or their reason or avenue for them to kind of take that away from the entertainer or the girl
0: it's their excuse yeah Yeah, excuse absolutely I mean like I heard as soon as SESTA-FOSTA passed I got reports in my community of girls who are like, "Hey, I've just had five pimps hit me up in the last hour." Yeah,
1: they were like out people
0: there. who are out there to exploit folks in our community know that folks are desperate, know that they need protection from the police and from clients, know that they need access to people who even want to pay. It's dire right now. Yeah.
2: Right. So they pass this stuff under the guise of um, sex trafficking. Right. Preventing but sex trafficking it, But like taking away the internet. Right. And. It actually had the exact opposite effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was just an excuse. It's just how when people try to shut down the adult film industry by claiming child pornography. Right. And that's not a thing. I've been in the industry for over 20 years, and I don't know a single uh, actual pornographer that has ever been caught with. You know what I mean? No. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's just their way of... Um, Getting their agenda pushed, and because you know when you talk to the general public, like, do you want to stop child porn? Yes. Absolutely. Do you want to end Ooh. sex trafficking? Absolutely. Yes. Then vote for this, and people don't really do the research and realize you're having the exact opposite effect. Um, you're taking away these safe spaces, and people are still going to do the things they're going to do. They yeah. just have to yeah. find a different way of doing it, and it's going to be more dangerous. It's when I went and lobbied for the deja vu, uh, deja vu here in louisiana i did the the thing up in baton rouge because they wanted to change the age limit yes to be able to dance and first of all it was a very sexist uh proposal because it the language in the in the um was only for female strippers it said female dancers have to be 21 which meant male dancers could still strip first of all sexist not cool how come a guy can dance at 20 but a girl can't um, and, but they're, they, they said that they wanted to end sex trafficking and they wanted to end illegal prostitution or whatever. Well, <laughs> most of the girls that I know that danced uh, in Baton Rouge and here in New Orleans, cause they're both, they're college towns. Yeah. Um, that's how they made their money. Well, you know what? They still have to eat and they still have to pay their tuition and they, a lot of them still have young children. Um, so if they can't legally work in the clubs as a cocktail waitress or a dancer, guess what they have to do? Privates. They have to do privates. Yeah. So now you are actually putting these girls in direct danger, even though your agenda claimed <laughs> to, to be saving them. Exactly. But you did the exact opposite and no one thought about it, which is why I went to the Capitol and, you know, up in Baton Rouge and, and spoke about that. Because you're – someone's going to get killed. Yeah.
1: When I, y- I've seen it. I've seen it happen.
0: <laughs> when you make – when you criminalize an industry – then it attracts people who are cool with committing crimes. You know what I mean? And and you know that's a we can get into the criminal system of injustice and like what what's considered a crime. But, you know, I I want people coming into the strip club or uh, you know, booking things with me that are nice. You know, dads in real estate, maybe some doctors, people who are not trying to uh be part of like, you know, a underground criminal Stuff you know, we yes. don't want young girls suddenly because they're 19 and working in a strip club, now you're a criminal. Like, that's not helpful to anyone's
3: life. Do you think that, uh, because I was under the impression that child pornography was a super, super major big thing in the United States? Like, uh, we do see a lot of stories of super minors getting not just kidnapped but then used for child pornography, like the billion dollar uh, guy that uh, supposedly committed suicide. Uh, he was doing the. <laughs> yep, yeah, he was oh. doing with the younger girls. But then and also to that same effect, I feel as if the younger girls are more um, easy manipulated. And so with that being said, the government takes the excuse of the child pornography, the sex trafficking to try to um, uh, say to knock that off. But then the actual reality, you have the pimps, the dealers, the actual street working girls. That's now caught in between the effect of not having the outlet to kind of uh, support their lifestyle or to the
2: safe space, this
3: Good word for it. Safe space. I like that. Safe space. Yeah. So, what what can we do to maybe not to say offer a safe space, but what's some ideas that we can throw out to um, uh, try to find an avenue for people not to just be wiped completely off the board? Because I feel as if, though, at this in particular junction, all the girls that don't have a safe space, they're going to end up messed over completely. Exactly. You know what yeah. I
2: mean? So, two parts. Yes, child pornography is a huge problem, not just in this country, but any country. Uh, but it doesn't. It's not. It's not the people who are legally making adult films or, or you know, running a strip club. In the yeah. actual business. In the actual business. Um, mm. To answer you how to help this, storm the vote, register to vote, pay attention to the legislature that decriminalizes sex work. So,
1: in it... Is, and uh, protects... Essentially, you know, they, can take, they can banish this FOSTA-SESTA with the next uh, presidency. Is this possible? Um...
0: Well, I will say that right now um, in the Supreme Court, there are folks who have contested SESTA-FOSTA. That is moving forward in the courts. We have uh, lots of people who have said, like, hey, no, 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 this is actually causing harm to our community. But I think it's really important to remember that... Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, anybody who was in the Senate when Sesta-Fosta was was up to be voted on, they all voted for it. So the most important thing that y'all can do is not only vote, but get in there and harass your representatives. You know, call me, call Stormy, we'll go in and lobby with you. Don't call me. <laughs> Don't call her. Call, call me and we'll call talk. You. But... You know, go find out who your representative is. Find out who your senator is and go talk to them. Schedule appointment and say, you know what? You work for me. And these are my values and I need you to reflect my values in Congress. Otherwise you're not getting a job next year. Yeah. That's like, what we need to do. All
1: the civilians, anybody that does not work for the government immediately for Department of Defense, you can contact your state representative. That is their job. They yeah. they're there to work for you.
0: It's fun too. They <laughs> they get all nervous.
1: You send an email, send a, a letter. You Stop
0: by. Yes. Oh,
2: you're right. If oh, you yeah. show up there, yeah. Oh, I show up all the time. They <laughs> yeah. They do not ah, like it. They do not like <laughs> They either, they either really don't like it or they're very excited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> of the two. Very polarizing. All right, yeah. no,
0: that's good. That's it's like
2: when I go to strip clubs, the girls either wanna bang me or, or fight me yep oh, no. <laughs> that, no, no, that's always
0: true here. though <laughs> that's true of anybody.
2: sometimes both which I'm kind of down with absolutely let's wrestle
1: <laughs> alright so Fossa SESTA uh, yeah it, it's a it puts a lot of people in an inconvenient space and yeah, um, yeah mostly mo- a majority of them are dancers um, yeah. in the strip club business
3: independent workers independent
1: mm-hmm. yes on their contracts and uh, I was one of those guys the DJs you also have managers uh, the security the Bar waitresses, tinders, bartenders, bartends. there's uh, like people holding families, households together that were affected by this. Um, Rick's Saloon was on the 500 block of Bourbon Street. They were one of the ones that had the officers wouldn't let nobody leave. Were going down the list, reading off their legal names to dancers, and uh, and holding them until they checked off the list and see, uh who's been charged with whatever crimes. Nobody was actually arrested, and nobody was actually charged with any crimes. They were just going down this list and um it was a very unfortunate situation to see happen especially in the community uh on in the French quarter.
3: Especially seeing some of your friends that you really, really know and that's who you work with and you spent uh months, years with and that's how they support their families and you know that's how we support our business. And then it's a slap in the face to the industry when this city has been working off of that same system for a long time.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, I could remember when I first got down here how many strip clubs there was as opposed to today there's only Handful, maybe I think, and uh, it's it's yeah, it's, it's definitely changing out here in the French court. I can only imagine how it is around the country now. Yeah. Uh, now if you go outside the United States, yeah, places like Japan, who has uh, you can hire somebody to come to your residence and uh, take care of you as yeah. an escort would and whatever, maybe a foot massage or even cooking dinner, like they'll they'll go the extra mile and be
3: in <laughs> <so>. call only.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they're <laughs> nice, they got the roses. Um, now. If you apply the same mentality to here in the states, is there is there going to be? Are, I mean, are we going to help our society at all?
3: Oh, uh, I feel as if though until we get the the middle the middle line of it, they want to control it. It I always use the excuse unless the government can tax it, they're not with it. Until they can find a way to tax it, they're not with it. And you know, and I do feel like it does cause a, a problem. I've expressed to some of my friends, uh, dealers, pimps, prostitutes uh under table folks uh all of them are like cousins that like going to the stealing uh stealing family um the kidnapping family the rape family oh, you know yeah all it's kind of connected if you really think about it. think about some of our friends that have been getting beat on you know now she's homeless you feel me now yeah. she's passed away then that's a trickle down to the family does she have kids you know um yeah. it's so it's a big chain and cause of an effect I just feel as if, though, they handle it wrong from the very top. You know, they, they bust it up in the middle, and then it makes the people at the bottom and at the top fall over without having their kind of uh, structure with it. And uh, to their defense, not to defend them, but I've, I've been in the industry, and I've seen 17, 16-year-old chicks uh, that look 20, 21, you know, come yeah. through for a few days, the traveling girls. Um, then a guy once told me, you would do better uh, crossing state line with a kilo of cocaine versus state trafficking. Facts Bigger than longer time You know Because it depends on Where she's come from Who she's with And it's just a, It's just a big uh, Not to use the word S show But I think They they went about it The wrong way And to cover Their own asses Because how many Of those older guys In position of power Have did the same thing And abused the system Used the same girls uh, Bought from those Same dealers um, Man it's just a, It's just a long 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 line of stuff So yeah. you know Stormy Daniels for president
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stormy 2020
3: yeah
1: we doing it alright once again ladies and gentlemen uh, if you want to register to vote no you need to register to vote and I the don't care to do if you it, want to or
2: not do it <laughs> do it
1: storm the vote on Instagram it's a wonderful well put together system takes less than two minutes you saw I went on my phone I did it in less than two minutes it's that simple you just put down your name it's, it's a great system that they got going on So especially make sure if you're in the industry yo, especially right. if you're in the industry I know y'all busy everyone's I don't, I don't have the time make the time
0: Yeah, we want everybody who works in the adult industry voting this year. Everybody who has been to jail, I want you voting this year. Everybody who has been to prison and served their time and is done with parole, I want you voting this year.
2: Come on, girls. Get off the poll and go to the poll.
0: Yay! Yay! Touchline. I'm done. <laughs> um, How did it take us
3: that long to come up with that? We got I've said that before. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just say not paying it. attention to me. <laughs> that's that's awesome. just saving Sometimes it I, I say stuff David don't pay attention I, I listen. I
1: already. I listen. I don't hear you. I listen.
3: That's all
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Storm the boat. That's going on. Ho Cosmetics is coming on uh, this spring less in less than a couple weeks. Yes. And uh, you could go on Ho Cosmetics right now and purchase um, pre-order. Well. Pre-re- pre-re- oh, you yeah, can pre-order?
2: Pre-order. You can sign up for the mailing list, and you can order those very cool sprays we were talking about. Yeah. Uh,
3: and Valentine's coming up. Don't, don't don't act like you don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So, yeah, gift certificates available. Right. Also, really? uh, Tempest by Stormy was just listed on a Valentine's Day gift guides because I have my CBD lube.
1: Oh. And oh.
2: hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yes.
0: just made some days over here, Storm It's, <laughs> for, it's for anxious vaginas oh,
2: Okay.
1: Yes. Sure, Alright, CBD Lou. Yes. This sounds uh, very intriguing I'm going to have to look it up right now uh, Is there anything you want to close the show out with? Any, uh, anything other than that?
2: Yeah, so I have uh, If you want to hear more from me You can go to my podcast, which is Taking the World by Stormy uh, Where you get to hear me rant Even more about all kinds of fun things uh, Obviously, Ho Cosmetics Storm the Votes uh, I have some appearances coming up, uh, none of which are in this area. So I guess that doesn't really you help You said
1: Houston actually, and Dallas?
2: Actually, yes. No, I'm wrong. Uh, so in Dallas, March 19th, I am at the House of Blues. It's also my birthday party, gifts accepted. Yeah. Uh, March 20th, I'm at the House of Blues in Houston. Those are not stripping, those are storytelling. Get out and ask some good questions. And then March 27th and 28th, I am dancing. That is stripping at the Hustle Club in Shreveport, Louisiana. All
1: right, Shreveport. Hey. Nice. No, what day is that? March 27th, 28th. i never been to Shreveport. So it's a husk, Club. Yes. Um, well, road trip.
2: Road trip. Road trip. trip. About
1: that life. let love Shreveport.
2: And then everybody come to the GOAT tonight to see Dead Sled Funeral Company. All
1: right. We'll be we at the GOAT uh, after Crude of Parade. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. So we're going to have a good after party.
2: we got to go get ready.
1: Yeah. We yeah. Th- these late- thank you guys for coming out. Suzy Q Media. Thank you. So, so, oh, actually, what's your Instagrams? We need uh, to send My Instagram up. is
2: uh, Instagram.com uh, slash the Stormy Daniels. My Twitter is just Stormy Daniels. Always look for the blue check mark on any of my social media to know that it's verified. If you're talking to a Stormy Daniels that is not with a little blue check mark or on Facebook, because I do not have a public Facebook,
0: you are getting catfish.
1: Ah. I knew it. <laughs> Suzy Q, how do people get hold
0: of you? I'm Suzy Q Media on Twitter and on Instagram and I spell it like the Sue Tribe or Susie Sue the Goth singer, S I O U X S I E Media.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Some people are like Susie Q, Suzy Q no no no. You gotta spell it like the song. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Suzy Q Media.com. All right.
1: All right, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, Booz Brothers Radio Show 90.3 FM, The Voice of the People. Make sure you guys tune in Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. No, it,
3: don't forget to hit us up on that live stream www.wamf.org for all our international folks. Yo, Woo.
1: Boogie, any uh, parting words?
3: Like I always tell you, take care of yourself, take care of each other.
1: All right, uh, just like Ellen Jenner says, thank you guys and be kind to one another.